Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. And now, it's time for part three of In the Moment. All right, so another question I've always wanted to ask you. Mm -hmm. Because whenever you speak about Bart, it's, it's funny because it reminds me of myself. Like, just his demeanor and how practical he is and Very. how logical he is. Very. Have you ever seen something actually take him out of his character and show just full excitement to where even you were shocked? Oh, my gosh. Yes. Um, and I want to make sure I remember exactly. Oh, I'm sorry. For the listeners who may not know, that is her husband. Bart yeah, is yeah, her yeah. husband. <laughs> <laughs> I keep forgetting we're not on the bird right? show. <laughs> All right. Yes. I do, too. I do, too. <laughs> that, uh, so my just to give you a quick um, background of my husband and I, we were together for 11 years, um, and he proposed. We were together 10 years. He proposed, got married at, when we were 11 years in, and next month will be six years together. Wow. So, what did the proposal so look like? Oh, like, was, what does Bart proposing look like? <laughs> so what happened was <laughs> <laughs> um, we were at home, and I had girls' night out the night before. So I had worked, and we had the strippers and all that stuff. And so, like, I still had my makeup on from the night before, whatever, and got up wearing sweats, looking like trash. And I asked him to go get me some Chipotle because I was I, I needed sustenance. Little did I know, he had a ring in his pocket. And he had set up the proposal in the upstairs um, the primary closet. Now, you see how I was pausing there and being slow? Mm -hmm. I was intentional with my words. Do you yep, know why? Yep. I, I do. Because <laughs> uh -huh, I wanted to say primary instead of the other words. Right, yep. Anyway, so he had set everything up up there already. Had mm -hmm. no idea. And I'm laying in bed watching Netflix, and I'm like, will you please go get me some Chipotle? <laughs> so the man goes to Chipotle with a ring in his pocket, wow. comes back, I eat, and then he's like, hey, I need you to come upstairs to check this flooring and see if you like it. And I was like, so annoyed, right? <laughs> yeah. All I wanted to do, I worked all night the night before. I just wanted to lay in bed. <laughs> so I get up, no bra, baggy sweatpants, wearing a sweatshirt that I had stolen from an ex. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep, this is <laughs> the infamous Abercrombie sweatshirt that I stole from an ex in college um, because he cheated on me with my sorority sister. Anyway, so... <laughs> It was compensation, people. Yeah. I deserved that. Yep, yes. you earned it. It was brand new. I cut the tags off of it, everything. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I go up the stairs, and I'm walk I walk in, and he's like, so what do you think? And I'm like, yeah, it looks good. He's like, no, I, I, I need you to step up on it. And I was just like, <sighs> so I get, and I step up on it, and then I turn around, and he like he's on bend and knee, and he pulls this, um, like, uh, he pulls a rope that was attached to, like, something covering a board. And on the board, it said, will you marry me? And then he clicked on these lights, and there were Christmas lights in our unfinished closet. And he goes, he, he said something, and I don't remember anything he said. 
And that's how he popped the question. Wow. And the piece of wood that he wrote, Will You Marry Me, which is hanging up in our bedroom, um, it's, a, it's a piece of barn wood from his family's home in Springfield because that's all our flooring in the top um, on the second floor of our house yes. is um, reclaimed wood from his family's farm. So Bart went to Springfield, Kentucky, got a bunch of reclaimed barn wood, brought it back to Atlanta, wow. milled it in Alpharetta, and then he they they laid the floor down. He stained it, polyed it, the whole nine yards. So we have like authentic Kentucky barnwood upstairs. That's fire. So th- th- this was written on that, and um, he had booked us a room at the Lowe's Atlanta Hotel. So we went, dirtied up somebody else's sheets, as my friend said. <laughs> my man, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, so I, for the life of me, could not remember what he said. And so for um, for my gift for the wedding, he wrote down the his proposal and gave that to me as my gift uh, and it says i already know i'm going to spend the rest of my life with you but will you marry me that's fire oh i know did you know dad so did you know sweet. dad was that fire no yeah. that like, I is knew amazing he is, but i didn't know what he said yeah I, <laughs> I i already know i'm gonna spend the rest of my life with you but will you marry me so bar and i met in kentucky a month later, I got the gig in Raleigh, North Carolina to start doing morning radio. So we had only been dating two months when I moved to Raleigh. Six months later, he moved to Raleigh to be with me. And it was on one of his visits to me that we were at a pizza place called Rudino's. And I wrote down on a piece of paper, will you move to Raleigh? Check yes or no. And I <laughs> put a yes so or cute. no. And I, I handed <laughs> it to him, right? Yeah. And so he checked yes. And that's when we decided, you know, he's going to do this. And he's going to move to Raleigh. And we're going we're gonna to do this. So on our wedding day, he had one of our friends from North Carolina bring a Rudino's pizza box from that pizza joint. Wow. And he put that framed proposal in the pizza box. Now, mind you, what I got him for our wedding gift was that note from Rudino's, and I framed it. Oh, come on. And that was my wedding gift to him on our wedding day. Come on. Yeah, what is meant to be look like <laughs> if it ain't that? Are you kidding me? That's so sweet. Are you kidding me? <laughs> it was... It was pretty. Katie, what love you didn't had that don't look like that? Uh, and then we also me. have <laughs> we also have this joke about butt sex, but we're never gonna do it. And okay. I gave I gave him some KY jelly as a joke and said, "Tonight's the night." <laughs> <laughs> but Mama's butt don't play like that. <laughs> I love that. All right, so you you were going into something else, so I don't want you to forget about yeah. seeing him excited. Oh, Remember? oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Because so. yes, but I, y'all that don't know. Bart don't get excited. I ain't never seen it. Katie, you ever seen it? Huh? Okay. No, I shit you not. So this was when we were in Raleigh, and I was doing re- morning radio there, and we had an event called Second Chance Prom, right? So we would all get in these gaudy prom outfits and dresses from back in the day. We held it at a hotel ballroom. So all of our listeners would come. We'd have old school artists, right? So we had... um Salt and Pepper one year. We had Coolio one year. So um, Rest in peace, Coolio. I know, yeah. So it was all these, uh, every single year, just like these old school, like, you know, 90s artists that would come for our second chance prom. For anybody who couldn't go back to prom, didn't get to go to prom back in the day, this was your second chance to go. And um, I don't know why I'm spacing on their name. Who sings It Takes Two to Make a Thing Go Right? Rob Bass. Thank you. Yes, ma'am. Rob Bass was there performing one year, okay? Uh So Bart's there. I'm in my gaudy prom dress. Bart's there drinking beers, and he's wearing his tux. 
And because I'm on the morning show, we have access to everybody, right? Tom Loke was there, has the deep voice. Mm -hmm. Um, So because we had multiple people line up and Rob Bass was... We were in the green room and Rob Bass was in there and Bart got to meet Rob Bass... And he lost his ever-loving mind. Are you kidding me? That's when he got excited? Rob Bass? What? That's of all the things in the world that did it. It was Rob Bass. He was so excited. Like, the he was giddy. That's the first, that was the first time I'd ever seen that motherfucker giddy. Holy shit. He was so excited. And it was so cute. And then he reminded me, like, the next year, we were in Salt and Pepper's prayer circle before they went out on the stage. And I was like. What? I go, we weren't. Yes. I was like, we were? He's like, yeah, you remember we were back there and you guys were going to go introduce him. And all of a sudden, we just got pulled into the prayer circle. So we're all here like, dear Lord, baby Jesus, may we have a nice show. It was, it was so See? random. The prayer circle with salt and pepper is why you have flavor. This shit is starting to make so much sense. Is it all making sense yes, now? Yes, that's amazing. Yeah. The other time I've seen a level of excitement like never before he and I went to Dallas for the final four and we splurged on great seats. Um, and on a like last minute buzzer ended up winning our final four game to advance to the championship. And Kentucky we ended up, did. Kentucky did. Mm-hmm. Cause we ended up getting beat by UConn in the championship game. And that was very depressing, but leading up to there. And that was the year they had two brothers on the team. I think I remember that Harrison was that wait, can, no. this is Kentucky. I was thinking UCLA Kentucky had brothers. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because we were there on that. Yeah, please Google it because I'm sounding like such the you. worst nope. Kentucky fan ever. No, nope. We were on the end of the court where it was Kentucky's end. Andrew Harrison and Aaron Harrison. I was right. Harrison, yes. Yep. And so one brother chucked it to the other for this fadeaway three and it went in. I mean, Bart and I were jumping up and down, screaming bloody murder. I would pay to see that. Oh, it was epic. We got so hammered that night. It was beautiful. Um, So that's like another prime example of Bart just in just sheer elation. I I wish the listeners could genuinely understand why, like, that vision of Mm -hmm. Bart being so excited is so interesting to me. But because he's just... He rides the middle, baby. Oh, my God. Better than me. And I thought I was the greatest of all time at it. But he Mm -hmm. rides it so much better than me that when I meet him, I immediately feel seen Uh and understood because we we share that in a lot of ways. And that's why he's a great poker player. Oh, that makes tons of sense. Right. I would love for him to teach me to play poker one day because I, I still don't know how to play poker. He he I, he doesn't play anymore now just because I don't think he has like a crew to play with. But um, yeah, for the longest time he had a crew back in Kentucky and they used to they used to play poker until like the wee hours in the morning. Do they have a crew day? I don't think so. Oh. I just thought that would be pretty cool. Oh, uh, yeah. If they did, they, he didn't share it with me. You know who did have a crew name and who would also really love this story of Rob Bass that yeah. we all know? Tommy, producer from The Bird Show, yeah. right? Oh. He'd love that. So there's something about Tommy <laughs> that Katie and I know that no one else on the show knows. And I've known him the longest. Yes, and we are about to bring you in on it. And I think it's funny. I've known that man for 17 years. And I want to do something that would be funny, and I don't know what, and I think you'd be the perfect person to ask. Okay. 
So Katie comes to me one day. Matter of fact, you can tell this story way better than I can because you've seen it twice happen back there. And Katie came to me one day and told me something about Tommy, and I absolutely love Tommy. I've had Tommy on a podcast. I've been in Tommy's home. Tommy's been on a podcast? Yes. No Because he used to be in the studio a lot when we would record. Uh, okay. And then I used to always just be like, Tommy, put your mic on and come in here <laughs> and tell me how you feel. So they'll know who Tommy is, but Katie told me something about Tommy that I'm like, Tommy is always playing like practical pranks and jokes on us that I think we can get Tommy good if we put our heads together. So this has happened twice and it happened so long ago. I don't remember all the exact details, but the last time that I do remember, Mo was telling a story on air. I can't remember what the story was, but of course it was about his mom. And he always mentions what his mom used to do back in the day, right? Mm -hmm. She was a dancer on Saturday Night Live. There we go, right? And a video vixen. So, yes, but but yeah. but the old school. Yeah, yeah. where they video were just like vixens. sitting on cars. They was chilling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They don't, weren't twerking on don't cars. Don't start that Atlanta Freaknik shit with my mom. Probably would though. I know. I know. Um, and so the entire was like, "Yo, I got to see like an old, you know, thing like this." And then I remember he was like, "Hey, what's Mo's mom look like?" And then we had pulled up. I think we pulled up like the throwback one, and then of course a picture of what she's like today. He's like, "Man." Oh, mom is fine. I mean, if I wasn't with Renee, <laughs> I think so. your impersonation <laughs> is so good. back there drooling over my mama. <laughs> Katie told me this to happen like twice. Every time you done brought up your mama, Tommy turned the mics off and turned around and go, man, <laughs> if I can have five minutes with Mo's mama. <laughs> and he don't know that I know this, but I know. Oh. Tommy be drooling over my mama. And I don't know if it would, if it would be like maybe... Maybe it would be funny to put Tommy on a spot and have my mom, like, actually on the show. Yeah. And to ask Tommy what he said about her behind the scenes just to see how he would react to it. Oh, my it. God. That would be amazing. I think it would be so funny because Tommy's always behind the pranks. He is. He is. Right? Constantly. Like, how do we get Tommy back by the fact that I know he be drooling over my mama and he don't know that I know? Hmm. I'm about to stew on that one. So but stew love, on that. Yeah. It's got to be something good, though. Really good. Because, you know, Romeo done already tried to bag both my sisters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Both of them. There's Romeo. Like, when he when we are out and everybody's dressed up, mm -hmm. he's a flirt. Oh, he's so oh, different, yeah. right? He is such a flirt. The biggest flirt of all time. It's a switch. It have, is. It just changes. Have you seen Romeo drunk drunk yet? No. Well, <sighs> Not like just tipsy. I'm talking about drunk. No, I don't think so. Oh, she KK, whole different man. Yeah. Oh, I mean, he's I Rico call it Suave. swag. Everybody calls it Riz now, but yes. he's got like a whole different level. He all the confidence in the world that I don't know why he don't have it when we on air. <laughs> right? That's so true. I was going to say, didn't he try to take a girl that you was dating one time at a party? Who was that? Yeah, he tried to take my girl. <laughs> he tried to take two of my sisters. <laughs> Yeah, it might have opened this thing. He was like, nah, I'm going to be Mo tonight. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's when somebody nicknamed him Momio. Oh, <laughs> you remember? Oh, they started yeah. calling him Momio. Oh, yeah. Did th that didn't go over well, did it? What? Did he receive Momio well? Oh, no, not nah. at all. Yeah, you know, no, I yeah, didn't. No, 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 I, I, didn't I didn't receive him trying to take my sister so well either. <laughs> <laughs> we had to have a little talking to. <laughs> I ain't mad at him. He shot his shot, though. Oh, yeah. I'm trying to think, like, put myself in your shoes if I had a coworker that was, like, trying to snag my oh, brother. Oh, I did have that. You did? Yeah. But, I mean, like, we worked in different departments. I was in programming, and she was in sales. And uh, they... 
my brother, like, he is a hopeless romantic, and he falls, like, head over heels. And he really liked her, and she essentially, like, broke his heart. You, you have one brother, right? Correct. So this is the same brother that uh-huh. skydiving and all of the things. Oh, that's right? my cousin. That's your cousin. Yeah, my cousin was, yeah, is a skydiver. Okay, your brother is a, is he a firefighter? So, yes, he is a, a Marine and a firefighter. Got it, okay. Um, And then his wife, Marine, that's how they met, and she's a um, police officer. Got it. And I tell fart jokes on the radio. (laughs) 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 And they gave my mom three grandchildren before I pop one out. So we all know who the favorite is. Oh, trust me. I know that pressure. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. What was I talking about? You were talking about your brother and somebody trying to bag him. Oh, yeah, that whore. So. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's always one. It was just shady how it went down. And it was like ghosting before ghosting was even a thing. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? And she just, bottom line. He's my little brother. She broke his heart. So I like, I cut her off. And I remember her trying to come in to the, we were in the production office and I was hanging out with the production guys and she came in and tried to say hi. And I or I just basically gave her like the fuck you bitch die eyes. And that was, as you end. should. And that was the end of that. Mm-hmm. You so. think, you think it's, so look, is it the same? Because I, I would uh, assume as a brother, it's a little different when people are trying to date your sisters, right? Mm-hmm. But as a sister, do you still have that same yes. like protectiveness yes. of you do? Oh, absolutely. As it, and it's always been like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's older or younger? He's two years younger than me. Okay, so is it, it's like an older sister thing. Yes. Don't play with my little brother like that. Exactly. You've always had it. Always. Okay. We were super tight when we were little, and then you go through those awkward teen years where you just want like want to kill each other and you can't stand each other. And then after I got out of college, we lived together for a while, and we had the best time and the best parties. Um, and got super close again. So, yeah, you just, you get very protective. And now, it was funny because he had a friend that he okayed, like, hitting on me. And I had a friend that I okayed hitting on him. And we actually wanted <laughs> our friends because that's how highly we think of each other, yeah, right? Yep, and yep. how highly we thought of our friends. But, yeah, no, it never worked out. All right, so I got two more things for you. One, I think it's hilarious because you and I, I don't believe we've ever spoke about this, at least to my recollection, but I told Katie about this today. I was like, let me think of things that I should talk to KK about. And I was like, I still owe KK an apology to this day because back in the day um, when I was new, it was a thing for me. And I think I told you this, that the listeners won't know, but when I was brand new at this, I was so overwhelmed. And most of the time, I would watch whatever you were doing, and I would just do it. I'm like, all right, if KK do that shit, then that must <laughs> be the right thing to do, right? Right, right. Like, so I, rem- I remember we did, um, oh, I don't remember what it was called, but it was like Puppies on a Roof or something like that. Do you remember oh, this? Oh, Costumes on the Woof. Costumes on the Woof. And it was a, yes, it was, <laughs> it was a very Caucasian event. <laughs> Um, yes, it was. Because it's basically, it's a dog costume contest. Yes. So for Halloween, people dress up their dogs in costume, and they have a little runway, and they showcase these dogs, and then we, you have judges, and they determine who wins this prize from the hotel. Absolutely. And today, I would be, like, more than equipped to host anything with you that you wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Back then... Not so much. Because this was early on. I, I just was, wanted you to get out there. And I appreciate it, And, right? like, do stuff. And thank you for doing that because that's what actually got me going and mm-hmm. understanding. Like, you got to make the mistakes, right? Like, oh, that's absolutely. how you learn. So I will never forget the moment when I'm, like, going and I'm nervous and I'm, like, fuck it. I'm going to just do it. Whatever happens, happens. I just didn't want to, like, disappoint you. I didn't want to, like, get us in any kind of trouble. 
And I, I was so damn nervous, right? Are you serious? Okay, okay. I was ridiculously nervous and about it, this. And it's not like this is a huge event, y'all. Like, it was, and they couldn't even have it outside because it was too cold. So yep. we're, like, inside in, like, this small ballroom. And it's literally just the people with their dogs and maybe a handful of friends. Yes. Like, it's, it's, it's an intimate group. It is. But dogs are walking around in Star Wars outfits oh, and yeah. shit. Like, Ghostbusters. Like, they go hard. Chucky like, dogs. Yes, like, all the way. <laughs> So obviously we're hosting it. We go on stage and KK gives me like a a, a list and I, it was pretty much like names. Like you took it easy on me. Like yeah. all you got to do is say these names and say the award. So all I had to do was read. Like that's all I had to really do. And I was killing it at first. I was excited. Mm-hmm. We got down to a name where I looked at it. We are on stage. Everybody's t- attention is on us. And I looked at this name and I was like, yeah, I ain't about to say this shit. This looks... <laughs> This look, because I didn't want to mess up. So I was like, all right, coming up next, you got And I just passed it to KK, Katie. Like, I, you remember this? And, it, and then she took it from me and was like, I said, oh, that's, she looked at me like, oh, that's fucked up. <laughs> that's how. That is, that is wow. I gave it to her because I didn't want to say the name. And yeah, I, oh, I'm sorry. No. I never apologized for that. <laughs> but that's the beauty of like doing events like that. Like people like it when you have a friendly rapport with the person yes. you're co-hosting with. And so, and well, actually paybacks are hell because we did the same thing to you at the Atlanta uh, Santa Speedo run. I don't remember. Remember you had like a name that you had to keep saying and it was a really hard name and Bert and I kept giving it to you so you had to <laughs> <Yeah>. say it. <laughs> and he's yes. there every single year. Like he's like, a, he's like a super donator, right? But every single year, Bert and I space on how to say this man's name and it's like seven different syllables and 22 different vowels and so we're like, <laughs> we'll make most say it. Stay tuned for another episode of In The Moment with their host Mo and co-host Katie.